0: I'm going to make him an offer with I feel the need... the need... for Steve.
1: He's watched every movie more than once. He's Stephen Fannick. Go ahead. Make my day.
0: He's watched the latest Disney movies
1: with his kids. Uh, but that's about it. He's Trevor Long. talking
0: to me. Together they bring you the best movies you've never seen.
1: I will look for you. I will find you. And I will kill you.
0: Rent BioStream, Stream the latest and greatest movies on Fetch. Watch on a big screen high sense TV.
1: Say hello to my little friend. The best movies you've never seen. The
0: first rule of fight club
2: is you do not talk about fight club.
1: With Stephen Fennick
0: and travel on. This is the captain. Brace for impact. Welcome to The Best Movies You've Never Seen. This is our movie podcast with myself, Stephen Fennick, and my good mate, Trevor Long. Trev, how's it going? Very good, mate. Good to be here. Trevor's like my student, I think, in this podcast. So it's like, I'm the teacher and Sensei you're the student. Sensei Fennick. You know? <laughs> so I'm sort of bringing you these movies.
2: If you wax on, wax off to me, <laughs> mate. We just, have done Karate Kid. Let's just wax right. lyrical about See, movies.
0: That's an example of how you're learning. So I'm just throwing movie references th- into average conversation. This is up. wild. that's wild. A couple of years ago, that wouldn't have happened. So just think about this as a as, as the uh, benefit for you. This week we are talking about passengers. Now this is a recent film, two thousand and sixteen. It came out. It was directed by Morton Tildum and starring Jennifer Lawrence and Chris Pratt. Two solid leads. there. Big names, yeah. Uh, this is a sci-fi film. Would you call it? it? It sort of has a sci-fi. Remember when we? Yeah, when you, you described me... it last week
2: as yeah. a sci-fi film, but don't worry about it is how yeah. you said it to me.
0: It's the background and the premise is sci-fi but the story's not sci-fi. But there's like you could you
2: could almost not include the sci-fi parts and just find another way to do the yeah. the, the time
0: uh, of exactly. this movie. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So um this interestingly this the screenplay for this movie was kicking around Hollywood for a while. Right. It, it was actually featured in the 2007 Blacklist as one of the most liked unmade scripts of the year the bike list so it was just kicking around uh, the version of the screenplay that was that was uh, written actually varies especially the third act varies greatly and I'll go into detail later on okay. about uh, about what uh, we see in this on the screen the screenwriter was john spate and he was actually the voice of the auto doc. Remember when they were doing all those medical things and the guy was saying, no, you can't do this, kind of that? That was his voice on there as well. That's cool. Now, at one point, David Fincher was attached to direct this movie. David Fincher directed uh, Social Network. He directed Alien 3. Great director, right? Yep. Uh, And he was attached at at one point to direct this. But uh, after it was greenlit by Sony, he left the project because the casting was a bit, not, not to his liking. Right, he he wasn't uh, he wasn't uh, across what who Sony wanted for the movie. Yep. there were other directors as well. Mark Foster, who directed a Bond film, Brian Kirk, but it was uh, then Morton Tilden actually uh, got got the job. Darren Aronofsky was also a considering director. Now, did you know? The name rings the bell for sure. The Darren Aronofsky from a oh, couple of weeks the ago. Oh, right? the, 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 the The postcard blue planet. from Earth. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's it. Yep. Postcard from Earth, which the we sphere. saw at the Sphere in Las Vegas. Yeah. So that was a Darren Aronofsky film. Uh, and uh, he was... He was interested in directing because he thought he knew that uh, Jennifer Lawrence was attached, and he'd worked had just worked with Jennifer Lawrence. Uh, right. But as it all came out in the in the wash, Morton was the dude who took over. Morton. Morton came came through to direct. Now uh, you had zero impression of this movie. I'm positive before you mm. saw it. Once again, so, coming at it wondering what yeah, are they passengers of? Passengers, yeah. But just on that, the name of it. How does a name of a movie? I know it puts a lot of like I like last week breakdown. Is this an yes. emotional breakdown, a car well, breakdown? I think again we uniquely come at this, and I think
2: this is a fascinating thing about the movie industry, which we could unpack at another time. But you think about how we talk about this movie is probably a bit different, but older movies being for a new generation, them yeah. discovering them. How do you discover a movie name? Yeah. In this case, is probably not going to get you there. No. You know, so yeah. the trailer is all that gets you there. But trailers don't appear. Um, yeah, you know, you don't you don't see trailers for three-year-old movies, let alone yep. 20-year-old movies. So, you know, you wouldn't have been surprised by this at the time because you would have seen the trailer yeah. or the poster. But when you say search up Passengers yeah. and watch it, you know,
0: you don't know what you're getting into. Because you know what? There there was another film called Passengers that was released in 2006 uh-huh. or 2008. Oh, right. Nothing to do with this. Like I didn't sort of accidentally, accidentally watch it. <laughs> yeah, But I know I told you who the stars were, mm. so you had to do that. So it's funny how in your case, all you've got to go by is the thumbnail. Yes, to get any kind of impression on it, any and, and I understand the thumbnail was it just their faces? Their, yeah, like, I don't think the, it gave anything away. Yeah, just a half of each of their faces. Mm, yeah, on either side of the. That's thumbnail. it. Yeah, and it was yeah. like blue and white. It feels yeah. like. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And but I did give you the tip that it was sci-fi. Yeah. You and did. Did, what did you think about? It? I know you're not a massive sci-fi fan. I know you're a based in realism kind of guy. Yeah. Did that have any? Did that? Did it, that? Make, I was coming it at it okay
2: all? because you you'd given me that assurance. Right.
0: Yeah, that even though it's sci-fi, correct the story is. So I kind of felt yeah. well, okay. that I'd get into this, yeah, and I'm, I'm I'm sure our listeners would agree with that. Uh, a bit of buzz around this one. It yeah. had actually two Oscar nominations. Wow. Yeah, it was nominated for music, uh, didn't win. Thomas Newman was nominee, and it was also nominated for production design. So mm. Gary Guy Hendricks, Diaz, and Gene Sedina, they were nominated, didn't win. Oh. So you know, whenever you get Oscar noms for your movie, that's not bad. All right, this is your last exit before the freeway. We're going to go on a long trip with passengers. Uh, if you haven't seen it already, you can catch it on Fetch. and along with thousands, literally
2: thousands of movies. And here's one of the things that I think is a hidden gem of Fetch, and it's the oh, movie Box. Yes. You know, this is like $1.99 a month, just part of your Fetch package, basically. And there are 30 movies all the time, Ready to watch now. Obviously, new movies are added every day. One goes in, one goes out, or something like that. But just looking at the list now, and I'll give you a couple of couple of names:
0: Airplane, which we're done. Ferris Bueller's Day Off, which score flying high, which you done. Ferris Bueller's Ferris Bueller's
2: Day Off. Yeah. Now, if you're into all these Fast and Furious movies, there's There's seven. There's (laughs) Hobbs and Shaw. There's something called Faster. There's F8. There's a lot of those on there right now. Um, There's a lot of movies, even The Goonies. The that's got to be an old one. That's on it? our list. Yeah, that is was it? in the it was 1985 or 6, I think. Right. Yeah. Very good. You know, and there's something for everyone because there's kids movies like Monster Trucks, sing Parasite. I just feel like that's one we've got to watch at some point, isn't it? Parasite. That's the, that's the one from a few years ago, isn't it? Ah uh, yeah, that's the Korean film, yeah, The, the won Korean best film. picture, the Oscars. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I was going to say it was on my yeah, but I didn't want to come Korean, out with
0: incorrect knowledge. Yeah, and it was uh, it's Korean yeah, language, I Korean it was yeah, one best picture.
2: Yeah, yeah. All of those movies and many we haven't mentioned. Um, can you tell me about the movie Dakota? Is Dakota. That, is, that a, is that about the dog or the or the kid? I think it's Dakota. about the dog,
0: yeah. Okay, very good. Not seen it, mate. No, very I've good. I've not seen that one. 100% wolf. Oh, I've never even heard more it. reason why i got to tune into the fetch box. There the you movie go. movie box. Movie box. There are yeah. 30 movies for you to watch. And along. what a good way to suggest movies. Like, get oh. into it and there's movies. I'll yeah, give this a go. This is the thing.
2: Yeah. You're sitting there one night and you're, you're not into the Australian Open because you're the player you <laughs> wanted to follow us was And you're just like, what are we going to watch? Just uh, Just watch a movie. Yeah. No decision required about whether it's worth watching or not because it's free as a part of your package that you're already subscribed to. So
0: you, you can, of course, watch the movies that we talk about on the of show. Of course, but of you've course already done that. You've okay. Done that. Right. You've done
2: that. So, <laughs> Fetch Movie Box, just one of the many features of Fetch. Uh, among the thousands of movies you can also rent and buy and stream from all the streaming servers, get your Fetch at JB Hi Fi, Harvey Norman, the good guys, Bingley, or
0: at Aussie Broadband, Ionet, and Telstra. All right. Now you have sat through passengers. On your own? With the family? What (laughs) happened, mate? That was a leading question You knew full well.
2: (laughs) I sat down. I started watching this. And then Amanda came into the room and said... uh, What's this? No, no. She started saying something. I said, do you want to watch this with me? And she goes, you're already 12 minutes in. I said, oh, okay. I'll tell you what happened. She goes, no, you'll start again. I went, okay, I'll start again. And I did. Okay. And she was annoying and frustrating through the whole movie uh, on her phone and talking, as were the kids. And I yelled a lot to tell them to be quiet. Okay. But you said,
0: look, I've got to hear this. Is that what you're saying? I'm working working, here. I'm working here. here. (laughs) I'm working
2: here. Uh, um, Very cool. So, look, that's the last time I'll do that, but watched it with the family. All right. And uh, your impressions of it now, though, did you? Was it what you expect? super glad that you gave me that that leg up last yes. week because I was I'm like, why wow, spaceships? Come on, man, pods <laughs> again? We got people in <laughs> pods, Jesus. But I, you know, it's funny. I, I paid attention to the text. I've, I've I've found myself come undone a few times. That's handy when, when you pay attention. No, mate. no, but I well, okay. Sorry, mate. Sometimes <laughs> I'm like, these are just the titles, the credits. Yep. yep. But when, they've, when they're when they putting information in there, oh, yeah. it's actually not required information, but it's useful. You know, 5,000 passengers, 258 crew, whatever it is. It's good to have in the back of your head and stuff. Um, so I was okay with it being on a spaceship. I understood that it was not going to blow my mind and annoy me. Yep. Um, and I enjoyed the journey yeah. that it took me on Okay. over
0: the course of the movie. Very good, very yeah. good. And your tweet slash thread would be? My
2: thread on this one would be, moral dilemmas and a distrust in robots. That's what (laughs) I take out of passengers. Well worth a watch. Yes. And would you go to sleep for that long? Mate, uh, I assume that's one of my three questions later on, is it not? uh,
0: let's just wait and see, shall (laughs) we? Now, uh, I saw this at the movies, funny enough, Mm. and – it was at the time. It was uh, the two big names. Chris Pratt yes. was in his, you know, he's top of his game. Yep. Jennifer Lawrence, Oscar winner. Yeah. She's she's a great actress herself, and this this was uh, I think it was enjoyable watching it in a big, in a big cinema. It was really good, and I have rewatched it numerous times since. Let's talk about the cast. And Chris Pratt plays Jim Preston. Now mm-hmm. you've seen Chris in Jurassic World. Is it was it? No, he wasn't in that. Guardians of the Galaxy. Yep. He on, was in parks have we watched and recreation. The Not yet. No, no I haven't seen it. That's on the list. Uh, parks and recreation. But no, the movie he was in. You're, you love the sport, Moneyball. Oh, Money! He was in Moneyball. Remember, he was the the first baseman. Oh, Remember he was too. Yeah.
2: Yes, he was the. Yeah. he was the guy they slightly, the, that they
0: brought on. I hope this is an offensive to say that he was slightly beefier in Moneyball. That's okay. He was beefier. Big, yeah, he really got or into his name, his name started yeah. with a H, but he was in Moneyball. You remember yeah. him in Moneyball? Hundred percent. I didn't all realize right. that was him. To be honest, Parks and Recreation. Have you ever watched that? No. Nah. Yeah, apparently he's in that as well. Okay, there you go. Jennifer Lawrence plays Aurora. Lane. She's new to me. Yeah, okay, sure. She's, She's a in, wonderful young actress. She was in the Hunger Games. Okay, all never the Hunger it. Games movies. Didn't know there was in uh, than one. She was of them. in Silver Linings Playbook, which all is on never our heard list. Of it. Yeah, her and Bradley Cooper in that. Sounds like a hidden gem. X Men First Class. Never seen it. She was in in as well. Uh, she was. Ha- this may be the first time I've seen Jennifer Lawrence. Is that I'm why? not kidding. You've not seen her in a movie before. No, I okay. don't believe I have. Okay, this is well. She's making her debut. She me. made a strong impression upon there me. There you go. Uh, well, would you believe Reese Witherspoon and Emily Blunt were at one point the well Reese is lead. the wrong
2: choice. Emily Blunt could be a consideration. Yeah. Oh, there you go. Why
0: Reese? Why would Reese be the wrong choice? I just don't feel just her don't. vibe fits this. Really? Uh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> She's, uh, listen, listen to this movie expert over here, uh, and uh, yeah, they were imagine they were being rejected time. for casting by me. You've like, you? <laughs> you watched one hundred and fifty movies. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy, uh, did you recognise Michael Sheen as Arthur the b- barman? I didn't recognise him. He no. was in uh, Frost Nixon, good movie about the the meeting between uh, oh, David I've Frost and Richard that. Nixon. It's a good movie. Uh, the Queen, he was in. He played the pri- the Prime Minister. Who? What was his name? The Prime Tony Minister at the time, Tony Blair. He was also in a TV show, which I think you want to check out called Masters of Sex. I don't want to see that. Not a bad one. Okay. Lawrence Fishburne had a small role as Gus Mancuso. Remember the guy yes, who, the, the mate, was the who the crew man that woke up? Yep. Boys in the Hood he was in, which is on our list. Yep. He was in The Matrix. Remember The Matrix? He was in The Matrix, yes. of course. Yes. And he was in another film called Contagion, which is which basically was made. It was like they saw what was going to happen with COVID and made that movie ten years before COVID happened. Yeah, yeah, okay. Uh, so yeah, that, that's and look, there was, there's a blink if you and you miss it. Uh, big star, big name star, right at the end, Andy Garcia. Oh, really? Yeah, right at the end when I they arrive blinked. at Homestead. My, and you think he's a great actor? He was in Ocean's Eleven. Yeah. Great actor, right? He walks out of like door. Opens. He walks out with all these other people, and that's his. He's on. If, he's on the screen for ten seconds. How would that happen? I don't know. He, he might have just done it. Done, he's just done a mate done of it the director. Free. Done it for and a laugh.
2: Cameo for a laugh. Yeah. yeah. Someone
0: like Ed Sheeran being a stormtrooper and didn't make the cut. Ed Sheeran was he and Prince? Um, what's his name? William was a stormtrooper. Daniel Craig was a was a stormtrooper. Just in, wanted um, to be in Force Star Awakens. Wars. And why wouldn't they be? Because oh. they're not physically <laughs> or visibly in it. Well, they can tell their friends they were. Yeah. All righty. Before we get to the run through, let's talk about our other great sponsor, and that is Hisense. Now, they've got a big year uh, coming up. The we, we, Trevor and I had a chance to see their lineup, and it's all about size and quality. Now, the TVs are pretty big, and Hisense already have a 100-inch TV in their lineup. But get ready, everyone. They've got a 110-inch TV coming The UXAU, 110 inches, has 40,000 mini LED backlights, (laughs) which means 40,000 dimming zones. So you can just imagine, we did see this at CES, quality, contrast, clarity, brightness, everything's there. And, And it's 110 inches of all that quality as well. It does use their mini LED backlight so that you are getting that amazing quality. They will have as well, there will be two other 100-inch TVs in their lineup. Yeah, so like they're going to have three yeah.
2: televisions, 100 inches or more. And above. Isn't so that wild?
0: It's, it's always been, sense have always supported the market. The market's demanding these bigger screen sizes mm. and, and they've decided we're going to go hard or go home. They're going to offer these. And look, mini LED backlighting really does take your picture quality to the next level. But not only that, the audio quality on these TVs are fantastic as well. You've got Dolby Atmos built in. Amazing. Like the 110-inch TV has speakers down the side of each side of the TV. So out of the box, this is going to sound absolutely amazing. Beautiful television, too. So yeah, keep keep an eye on that. They've also got their laser TV range too. If you want to get into their short throw projectors, they are the leaders in complete short throw laser TV packaging. So that means the short throw projector and the screen, speakers, operating system, all in that one package that you can set up the cinema-like conditions at home to to watch in great quality all these great movies that we bring you on our podcast. If you want to find out more, check them out at Hisense.com.au. Now, you'll see our run through slightly, I've uh, changed things up a little bit oh, here. No, nice There's word. a few things we're going to do differently today. Yeah, I gotcha. Uh, the, the, the whole setup, I think, is really important. That What you said, you did a bit of reading at the start. But on, on and yeah.
2: The reason I made that point was because there are movies that are just three minutes of slow credits and yeah. just, you know, graphics. Yep. Oh, mate I'm I'd prefer to get into the movie and have the credits at the end and so yep. sometimes when I see text I'm like oh is this important <laughs> and so this It's all important. Yeah. but yeah, yeah. I think in, I would prefer narration nearly okay nearly 100% yeah. of the time I'd prefer Morgan Freeman saying the starship <laughs> Avalon is on <it> a 120 <laughs> year journey. Three. You
0: know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah okay but in this, I think that's a that's a matter of uh, opinion. I think people like to Doesn't read. Doesn't cost much to get lo- someone
2: to read a bloody voiceover. Yeah, over. I understand. I understand. I think. Mate, but,
0: uh, listen, Hollywood, I'll do it for <laughs> you. <laughs> Trevor's available. I'm. Ho- I'd do it for free anyway, as long as this what, many lines and What, name what it said was that yes. the Starship Avalon was on a 120-year journey to yep. a distant colony planet called Homestead, Homestead. Two, not one, two. Mm. So that to me says that they've been doing it a while. There's five thousand passengers aboard yep. as well, now, and two hundred and twenty-eight crew, or something like and that. Two hundred and change crew. Now, the the name Avalon. Did yeah. that have any uh, reaction? to Only you? the Toyota Avalon that was made in ah, Australia. Not not the Avalon I'm talking about. This okay. was the mythical location where King Arthur was taken to recover from his wounds. Right. It's so, also just Avalon. an airfield down in Victoria. But anyway, maybe. Maybe. But it, like when you think about the uh, correlation between a a name used in a film and the reference to this place, or this mythical location, no? mm-hmm. I think, yeah, not a nice. bad cross-reference there. Anyway, 30 years into the journey, we see there's a bit of a meteor shower. I think this is
2: pretty yeah. well done, this whole yeah. scene. It it felt um, – I, I was invested in, in this whole yeah. – oh, okay, so what I learned here was this is not just a spaceship. This is an advanced spaceship. Yeah. It's got – you know uh, defenses. You know, like, uh, you know, uh, what do you call them? Uh, virtual defenses. Yeah, like They're a not force physical barriers. field, barric, yeah, force like, field like yes. A, like a shield. It's, it's yeah. got some sort of self repairability because you yeah. see this error automated, yeah. and then they get solved. So you yeah. get this real sense of the absolute technological yeah. advance. It's, it's,
0: it's autopilot. It's yeah. on, it's it's got an auto drive on yeah. going on. Anyway, thirty years in meteor shower. And a malfunction occurs in one of the hibernation pods. Mm. And this causes our man Jim Preston, who played by Chris Pratt, to wake up.
1: Good morning, James. How are you feeling?
0: Wait, what?
1: It's perfectly normal to feel confused. You just spent 120 years in suspended animation. What? It's okay, James. It's Jim. Jim. Just breathe. Everything is okay. Where am I? You're a passenger on the starship Avalon, the Homestead Company's premier interstellar starliner. We've nearly completed the voyage from Earth to your new home, the colony world of Homestead 2. A new world, a fresh start, room to grow. Oh yeah. The Avalon is on final approach. For the next four months, you'll enjoy space travel at its most luxurious,
0: just put a pin in that for a second. Though. Yeah, he thinks then he's nearly there, and so a few things happen here, and a lot happens here. With there's no one else to talk to; it's just happening. He's just mm. you see him doing stuff. Yeah. So he's. Uh, but you do realise, yeah. I think, at that point,
2: that these things are happening as if he's completed the journey. Like yeah. she says, "Welcome," and all you this think, kind of stuff. You think,
0: yeah. you think, okay, they they must be close here. Yeah, and then he. He assumes. I think he he goes to his cabin. I think he's got his little wristband that lets him into his cabin, and mm. so he as a first-time
2: viewer, by the way, yeah, I'm already thinking this is a drama, right? Okay, this but is that because of okay. the meteorite. Yeah.
0: So he's. Uh, I like how he goes to an orientation meeting. And he and loved, he's, this is very good because yeah, yeah. he's looking around. No, going. Here, he goes, Why is he
2: talking to yeah. people when I'm the only one here? <laughs> it's a hologram talking. But what? I like how she goes. Can you keep the questions to the end, please? She's been
0: programmed yeah. specifically to Probably. to, to yeah. deflect questions. So basically. He's alone. Yeah. And you see him exploring the ship and mm. he's thinking, "Why well, how come I'm the only black awake?" Um he tries to Did you see he tries to break into the bridge? Yeah. And you see it at one point at that trying to obviously the bridge is a very important part of the ship and not everyone can just waltz in there. And that's a recurring thing we see throughout the well, movie. I think the it's movie. the crew quarters. Yeah, well, well that it's he's the trying bridge to break slash into crew to wake quarters. the crew yeah. 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 Um but then he goes to the observatory mm. and this is when he realizes what's, what's happening. happening.
1: I'm the only one awake. I don't understand. What can I show you? Show me Homestead 2. Homestead 2 is the fourth planet in the Bhakti system. Right. And where are we? We're in transit from Earth to Homestead 2. We will arrive in approximately 90 years. What? We arrive at Homestead 2 in 90 years, three weeks, and one (laughs) day. Wait, how long ago did we leave Earth? Approximately 30 years ago.
2: My favorite part of that is that the computer voice responds to him because he goes, yeah. What? And he repeats it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he says, We arrive years, in 90 years. That, and he goes, yeah. What? And he goes, We arrive in 80. <laughs> he literally
0: is listening. Yeah. It's yeah. very good. So uh, that's a pretty gut. That's a solid gut punch right there. Yeah. You're thinking, Hang on, 90 years. Yeah. Um, I've only been asleep for 30. Because
2: you're now thinking, I am alone. Yeah. This computer's saying
0: this. This is, what this what is, the is hell not good. What do? Yeah. I do love this bit though where he, he tries to find information when he goes up to the tree goes, can yeah. I, does he goes have you related to this he goes I just want to talk to a person yes everyone has everyone <laughs> and, has, has and, related to and this and he can't but then he, uh, he finds a place where he can send a message to customer service I think
1: something went wrong with my hibernation pod I woke up too soon and I mean way too soon nobody else is awake and I don't know how to get back to sleep and the thing is there's 90 years to go. At this rate, I'm I'm sorry, I'm trying to fix this. I maybe I missed something. I could use a hand. That's all. Thank thinking, you.
2: Thinking. Thinking. Good luck. That's a good got a message out?
1: Message sent. Until Outstanding. Message will arrive in 19 years. Wait, what? Earliest reply in 55 years. Fifty-five years. We apologize for the delay. That will be six thousand twelve dollars.
0: <laughs> so fifty-five-year message because yeah. you got to remember they're they're out, far out. They're because in, I, I like this um,
2: this emotional roller coaster that occurs a lot through the movie. He's yes. just
0: he's had this elevated. Oh, okay,
2: good. I found a way to send a message. Yeah. Good, 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 good. Bit nervous about the message, but I've got the message out. And then it's like,
0: wait, what? What? Oh <laughs> no! Yeah. So I do I do love the fact that you really. You have to appreciate the, the vast distances they're traveling and how far away everything yeah, is. Yeah. But you also, I yeah. think
2: you very quickly really um, angle in on their emotion. You become mm. them because that roller coaster there that I just mentioned is followed by the roller coaster of seeing a human being. It's yes. like, oh, there's a human. he meets Great our, stuff. He meets
0: the barman. Afternoon.
1: Oh, man. It's good to see another face. I thought I was the only one awake who wants to sleep on a beautiful day like this. No, I mean, we're in trouble. We're not supposed to be here. Well, I won't tell if you don't. Huh? Our little secret. What can I get for you? What? You look like a whiskey man. Uh, okay. And then he realizes. He's <laughs> oh, a robot. You're a robot. Android. Technically. Arthur's the name. Jim. Pleased
0: to meet you, Jim. Android. Not iPhone. Android. No. He's Android. <laughs> so uh, that, and I that's love how that, Arthur's that. kind of his sounding board. Like For he, the whole movie. he'd Yeah, he became, he, of course. Yeah, he's, well, you've
2: got to think about it, right? Imagine yeah. you're writing this script or yeah. have this idea. It would be a dialogue-like story yeah, without right. something. You'd yeah. either need one of those. This, there's another movie we Has did. It's the Tom Cruise movie where he's – there's hundreds of him um, – Oblivion, oblivion, right? Yeah. So that where they they communicate with like a computer, yeah. a bit. So that kind of that yeah. kind of two way communication could create mm. um, dialogue. But this is well done, it's yeah. very well done to and, create and this kind of relationship between an, an Android barman and, and the human.
0: I do like the almost the the uh, cliche of the having a barman to talk to. Like yeah. barmans in movies are typically all wise and can give you advice. Yes, he kind of does in, in some exactly, parts. yeah. So let's talk about what the hell is happening here. A year has gone by. Uh, As time passes, you can see he's grown a beard and he's getting more lonely and desperate. And he's he's thinking, well, you know what? I'm possibly going to be alone for the rest of my life. He's
2: also realized he's a pauper and didn't pay for the premium package. So he gets a really crappy breakfast every day. That's There's a lot right. of things that go on here. So uh,
0: it's a good – this section of the movie is a good – where he sort of breaks down what he does. He explores the ship. Mm. I think he finds a few entertainment options, you know, the you know, the basketball yep. and the dance offs yep. and stuff like that. Um, he tries on the spacesuit, And mm. this is when he goes, goes outside, outside for the first time. Yeah. And that also was pretty thrilling. Yeah.
2: But then immediately it turns away from the thrill and you go, yeah. well, you know what, if I'm here for 90 years, am I might just better off? Imagine. He had
0: his hand on the air locked in And he? honestly,
2: right <clears> – <throat> you gotta, you got to put yourself in those shoes. You sit there going, what are you, 90 years, definitely going to die before we get there. Yeah. Um, what a way to go yeah. It's just to float off in a and space.
0: Meanwhile, he was trying to research if there's a way he could put himself back to sleep. Yes. And he's thinking he couldn't find any information. Yep. And so he's thinking, well, I'm awake here. But he's found all the manuals. He's got yes. manuals on everything. He knows yes. how everything
2: works, but he still can't get into that crew pod uh, controller. Yeah, and bridge. that's
0: right. But then, as he comes, uh, he's he's I think he's drinking, and he's walking past a pod, and then yep. he, he stumbles across the pod, and there's this beautiful woman inside, and that happens to be Aurora Lane, which, played by Jeff. My,
2: my wife immediately goes,
0: "Of course, he stumbles across <coughs> the most beautiful woman <laughs> in a pod." He does, and there's a great quote from Gus that I play later about that, <laughs> um, and he studies her profile, which she had recorded yeah there's like a passenger manifest that
2: he can read and, and and listen to videos
1: i'm aurora lane passenger 1456 i'm a writer i think we tell each other stories to know we're not alone to make contact your father was oliver lane a pulitzer prize winning author no pressure right my dad used to say if you live an ordinary life all you'll have are ordinary stories you have to live a life of adventure so, here I am.
0: And she's a journo. We know yep. that. she He reads her stories and, and kind of falls in love with her, all the stuff that he finds out about her. Yes. Now, here is his massive dilemma. Yep. He's sort of torn about what he's got what He's got all those manuals. To do. He, yeah. now, he knows he, knows how he could wake someone up. He knows yeah. how to do it. And so he's thinking, do I do it? Because he, he realises... The, the gravity, forgive the pun, mm. the gravity of that situation where he yes. can wake someone up well before they're supposed to. He also
2: to. knows that it's
0: physically safe because he's healthy. Yeah, he's, he's he, fine. Yeah. He,
2: he just doesn't really contemplate the mental side
0: of it, I think. Yeah, and of course, he turns to his man, Arthur, for some advice.
1: Say you were trapped on a desert island and you had the power to wish somebody there with you. You wouldn't be alone anymore. But you'd be stranding a person on the island. How do you... Would you make that wish? I don't know. I've never been on an island. Okay, well, yeah. (laughs) Uh, Forget the island. Let's say you figured out how to do something that would make your life a million times better, but you knew it was wrong and there's no taking it back. How do you do the math? Jim, these are not robot questions. (laughs)
2: Let me give you a couple of interesting takes here on this whole scenario. So I come into this movie not seeing a trailer, knowing yeah. only what you told me, but having seen the thumbnail, mm. two people. So yeah. I know he's going to wake up. Of course, yeah. yeah. Which to me is annoying. Right. But Amanda and the kids are going, is he going to be on this thing the whole time alone? Yeah. So that was fascinating to me that they didn't know. Oh, okay. At some point I accidentally hinted to Amanda that there was Jennifer Lawrence was in the movie, so she yeah. knew that was coming, but she wasn't going to be asleep the whole time. It was fascinating. Yeah. Like seriously, if there's a movie of all that you could have yeah. given the, the 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 imagine sitting in the movie theater, your yeah. first time yeah. having seen trailers that only showed him yeah. and not seen her on the billboard on anything. Yeah. Imagine her being a
0: surprise maybe at that yeah. moment. Maybe. I think in your case where you're coming in cold and not seeing the trailer, myself, I'm thinking, well, Jennifer Lawrence in this, she's not going to be laying down the whole time asleep. She's going to be I know, be but wouldn't part. it be better yeah, yeah. If, I mean, if, it, if you didn't yeah. have that? I, I just, just think it would hard, be awesome. You know, well, that's an interesting t- point about with trailers giving out too much away. And I know a lot, a lot of friends of mine who are massive movie fans as much as me who deliberately avoid trailers for that very reason. But in they, this they know case, they right, want to watch it. You need
2: to avoid yeah. They need to agree with Jennifer Lawrence that her okay. fee includes her not being on the bill. Right. Because Amanda's, Amanda and, and the kids are going, well, I mean, what was he going to wake her? Like, you know, like they're oh, so invested they this. They ingested, thought. Right? So they're obviously having a conversation, which is annoying. But yeah. I'm just saying, imagine being in the theatre, yeah. not truly knowing who's in there, because you might see her but not recognise her and then actually being on the journey of this com- of this contemplation. I think we, it's fascinating.
0: We did a movie where there was someone who was not in the original billing who right. was a shock when we saw him, Interstellar, when Matt Damon popped up. That's true. Do you remember that? Yeah. When Matt Damon, he, he was that was sort of uncredited. He yes. just popped up out of That's nowhere. That's what I mean. That was solid, yeah. But I think in this instance, she's like a main character of the oh, movie. No. Yeah. Anyway, it's uh, after much internal struggle, Jim just says, you know what, I'm going to wake her. So effectively he is bringing, dragging her into the same yes. fate as himself. Yep. So spending the rest of her life on the spaceship. So she's in her 20s. Yep. So 90 years, she's not going to survive till they arrive. Hmm. Uh, and so that's exactly what he does. And yep. uh, she wakes up, wanders around alone. And then as she's cruising along the Grand Concourse, this is when they meet for the first time.
1: Hello. Hi. Are you passenger or crew? Passenger. Jim Preston. Aurora Lane. Do you know what's going on? Nobody else from my row woke up. Same for me. The crew's supposed to wake up a month before we do, but I haven't seen anybody. The crew is still asleep are you saying nobody's awake just me just you it's just us but somebody's got to land the ship in a few weeks we will arrive in approximately 89 years 89 years the other passengers aren't late waking up we were early
0: because he because he's been. He takes alone. her on that journey yeah. now. Mm. So he'd been alone a year already before yeah. he woke her up. Yeah. So that's why it's eighty-nine years left. Yeah. And And uh, that's a little bit much for her to process. A lot. Yeah. She's uh, she then I think the next step is her saying, "Okay, well, you got to help me go back to sleep." And he's sort of telling her, "Look, I can't. I don't know how. I, yeah. I try to do it myself. Can't yeah. do it." Um. He then asks the barman, our man Arthur, not to tell her what she what he's done.
1: Arthur, can you keep a secret? Jim, I'm not just a bartender. I'm a gentleman. Don't tell Aurora that I woke her up. She thinks it was an accident. Let me tell her. Of
2: course. And I knew instantly that he was going to tell us somehow. She's her going to somehow. find out. Yeah, yeah, she's
0: going to find out. But this is the part now where we see she's now... Trying to accept. There's, again, a passage of time a little yeah. bit here. She's come to an acceptance. Yeah. And yeah. so they're, they're spending a bit of time together. Yeah. They're watching movies together. They're trying the ship's restaurants. He takes it to the, remember the they, scene where they're doing the dance up. He goes, you just imitate what they yeah. do. Uh, you know they, what I'm glad yeah. about at this point? Yeah.
2: That they build this up as being an organic relationship that builds, right? Yeah. I'm really glad that it wasn't um, scripted as a well. We're, if we're going to live here alone, we need to populate humanity or some. <laughs> like that's not initially. Yes, yes that's what I, that's what I know. But I, yeah. it, it was meant. It was built up as just being an organic relationship, which is fine. Yeah. So that was pretty cool, and they they get to know each other very well, yeah. very very very. And, well. and
0: as they're getting to know each other, um, she he finds out that she's gold class and she has yes, food. That's the right. Breakfast. She's got the. Better he was breakfast. having the crappy breakfast, and he was, she had the grouse breakfast. Uh, but then she asks him um, why. He chose yes.
1: to go to Homestead. Back on Earth, when something breaks, you don't fix it, you replace it. One of the colonies, they have problems to solve. They're my kind of problems. And a mechanic is somebody. It's a new world still being built. I could build a house and live in it. Open country. Room to grow.
0: Now you're back to slogans. Can't slogans be true? Hmm. Interesting. And uh, she we find out that she's uh, a writer... Her yes. dad was a famous writer. Yeah, we we, we learned that earlier and in, uh, in the she, piece. She, she lived in New York and I think there was one point she goes, look, all I need is a cup of coffee and a view of the Chrysler building and I can write, uh, that's yeah. what I can do. We, have we already yeah.
2: found out by now that her plan is to to go to Homestead 2 just for a year and then come back? Yeah, well, she says that
0: she was going to stay there, then spend right about another the 120 years yes. coming home. And then he was asking "Yes, but no one, 250 everyone's going to be out? dead. Yeah. Who, who's going to know? Like, yes, well, posterity is what what she was saying.
2: Yeah. She's that, that committed to the yeah. role of a writer. Good way to extend your life. That she wants to yeah. document something that will never be documented yeah. otherwise, which yeah. is fascinating. Which is – That's uh, cool. I really like that, that that little tidbit.
0: That is another – like another like one of the parts of the movie that I like is just that you, you, it really boggles the brain to think, okay, you're going to be sleeping for 120 years and you're going to arrive and then you're going to go back. and So you know. I'll give
2: you – what about this for a movie idea? Yeah. Passengers Alternative which is he doesn't wake her, they continue on, he dies, and she she goes to Homestead 2 and she's there for her planned year mm-hmm. and she's then, maybe she falls in love with someone different or maybe the alternative is he doesn't wake either and they fall in love on Homestead 2. Yeah. And her new moral dilemma is whether she goes she back go and home. takes
0: her book. Passengers 2 coming up. <laughs> you know what
2: I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. Well, that can't happen because they're going to die before they get there. That is correct.
0: Now um one of the scenes that I I liked cuz he asks yeah. her out on a date here that's he, well, it it's he on He says okay well he 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 then yeah they go and and I remember she turns up in a nice black dress and they go to dinner and it's he goes well he here's what we're going to do now and he takes her on a space walk yeah The best part is when they're standing there looking at the space suits He goes, hey, what about my she, dress Yeah I said I said <laughs>
2: she's wearing a dress and I was thinking this is the moment but no he works it out she turns yeah. around He says yeah turn
0: around yeah. And then uh, she throws the dress near his feet, and he's thinking, "Okay, then." She gets the suit on, and uh, I've written in my notes this ge- this gets her all turned on. Wow, there it is. <laughs> and they uh, and after this, she they they get all all turned on, and they, they have sex for the very they first do. time. They, they, make they well, consummate their relationship. Love. Yes, it's funny. Jennifer Lawrence, during the making of this, she said she was really nervous performing her sex scene with Chris Pratt. Right? Why? Uh, because it was not only her first sex scene. Oh. But it's the first time she's had to kiss an actor who was married. Oh. Yeah, so she actually got got on the drink, and uh, to help calm her nerves uh, before filming the scene, she she had a few drinks. There under you go. Belt. yeah. Right now. It's a year later, mm-hmm. okay? They're all lovey-dovey yes. and getting on like a house on fire. No dramas in this relationship. Uh, it's also now Aurora's birthday. Yes. And Jim says, look, he's got a surprise planned. He plans to give her a ring. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they head into the bar. <sighs> a birthday drink for the birthday girl.
1: Aren't you going to ask for my ID? I might not be old enough to drink. Oh, I would never ask your age in front of a gentleman. Jim's no gentleman <laughs> Anyway, there's no secrets between me and Jim. Is that so? You heard the lady. I will be right back. This is the perfect birthday drink, thank you. I remember this day, a year ago. Jim was so looking forward to meeting you. What? How could he be looking forward to it? Oh, he spent months deciding whether to wake you up. He couldn't stop talking about you. Jim, walk me up. Oh, yes. He said it was the hardest decision of his life. But I see it worked out just fine.
2: Mm, Arthur.
0: Arthur. What have you done, Arthur? Where, what happened to the bro code, mate? The bro code. See, he's a computer. And... No, because what he said before, he goes, no, we've got no secrets. And he goes, is that so? Yeah. And he thought, okay, then he must, she must know. Hmm. Did you pick that up? The no secrets. No, I didn't. Oh, I just picked up that when she, she said no secrets. He, he yeah. was
2: just a computer responding. Uh, Computers don't keep secrets. Well, he was ne- he was never committed
0: to keeping well, a secret. Well, I think a computer because he is a computer. Remember at the start, he, it, Jim asked him, "Can you keep a secret?" He goes, yes, oh, "Of course, I'm a gentleman." But yeah. then she says, "We've got no secrets," and then he even says, "Is that so?" I know, and thinks, "Okay." I'm just saying it wouldn't matter if they hadn't have said that. Yeah. He, he was always going to answer been, that question. He should have been a bit more emphatic, I think, uh, Jim, so uh, mate. I don't Under think, no circumstances are you to tell her.
2: No, I'm saying yeah. the robot can never be programmed not to spill those beans. Okay. Because under the right prompting, which she gave, he was always going to spill.
0: Yeah. And so, Never trust a robot, folks. That, that's a pretty, Never trust AI. Yeah, maybe. That, that's a pretty solid revelation and though, it's that you're not, thinking, so it's, oh, my God. So at this
2: point, you're thinking, okay, hang on. Can they recover from this? Like, can Jim yeah. recover from this, basically? Because well, yeah. she loses her mind, Yeah, obviously. Of course. It was bad yeah. enough in the she's early stages and, she was awake. Yeah, and and now yeah.
0: she's even more angry because she shouldn't be awake. Yeah. So th- this is, would you say, well, it's like betrayal? That she he she's he's betrayed her. Like he's thinking, well, you did he's this to me. He's betrayed her. He's lied yeah. to her because yeah. it's
2: not just the act. It's it's everything. It's the everything it's afterwards his, it's is a lie. It's her life. life. Yeah. Yeah. But everything they've done for the last year has been a lie because he has not told her that this was always his
0: hope and plan. And you see this again, another little montage of her not talking to him. And yeah, she's running around. She a walks in the bar and Goes, oh, I thought Wednesdays were my day. He goes, it's mm. it's Tuesday. Um, and so you, they're not talking to each other. She starts, you know, trying to stay away from him, and then he sees, like, one night actually, no, is when she comes to his room mm. and stands over the top of him, he's asleep. Oh, and, and she bashes the bashes hell out of him. him. and nearly kills him. Yeah, she has a, I think there's a point there, if you watch closely, she's got this, like, a steel bar in her hands. Yeah, and he goes, and you and know he what? Just, he do just it. goes, okay, if you do what you got to do, he just puts his hand, he goes, okay, I'm not going to even defend myself. Yeah. If you want to kill me, kill me. Yeah. And... She doesn't. He comes to terms with that, yeah. And then, so she heads off, and this is when he announces over the audio system as she's running um, why he did it. Yeah.
1: Aurora, I know nothing I can say will make this okay, but please listen. I was so alone for so long. Felt like I was disappearing. The night I first saw you, I was ready to... You saved my life. And I know that's no excuse for what I did. I read everything you wrote. And I fell in love with your voice and with the way your mind works. I fell in love with you. And all of a sudden, it was like I, I, I wasn't trapped anymore. That pointless life suddenly had meaning. And I wish I could take it back, but I can't Aurora. I don't want to lose you. I don't care. I don't care what you want. I don't care why you woke me up. You took my life.
0: Strong. Yeah, hard to argue against that, eh? It is, mm. and someone who can make it, that decision and affect your life—literally lo- affect your life. Yeah, yeah, it's massive, yeah, and that's, a, that's life. a good little scene because he has to try, he has to try yeah. and tell what's going on, but she was never
2: going to buy into it.
0: Yeah, true. Now, uh, we do see there's some malfunctions happening across the ship. Uh, yeah. Lots like, of little he gets things. Trapped in an elevator yes. and uh, the robots go nuts. And I think she meant she gets locked in her apartment. You she notice mentions. they, yeah. they flash back to that kind of
2: control panel every now and then through the movie yeah. just to notice that there's a few more malfunctions. And more importantly, malfunctions that are not recovered from. Because as yeah. I said at the start, you notice that this thing is self repairing. Yes. But it clearly is not repairing fully anymore. One thing he did for her, though, is
0: remember he planted, planted a tree. He planted a tree. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And they remember they walk on the grand concourse again, and they see Gus Mancuso. Lawrence He's Fishburn. filthy
2: because someone planted yeah, a tree.
0: He goes, "Who planted this tree?" Uh, and he says, "Look, his hibernation pod failed as well." And he explains, "Well, something must be seriously because wrong." Because all the, the way through this, they're yeah. like, no, He says, three, three of us are awake. This is yeah. reliable. It should yeah. never happen."
2: I'm just thinking, mate. This company share price Hello. through the floor.
0: <laughs> but it'll take him 55 years to exactly. realise that something's wrong. Yes. So what do they do? They He gave, uses his wristband to get into the command center. Yes. Now, this is what I like too when he starts running the timeline of diagnostics. And he said, oh, and they can pinpoint when it happened to Jim. Yep. And over the years, he goes, this is the, these, this is the these moment. These failures, there's all these cascading failures that are happening.
1: Computer, display these failures over time. Processing timeline. Cascade failure started two years ago, Power Surge, 17 failures in one day, including hibernation pod 1498. That's me, woke me up. What happened that day? Something big, a major system went down somewhere. Everything else on board is trying to pick up the load, but the load's too heavy. Whatever started this, we gotta find it, and fix it. How bad can this get? Give me risk analysis based on this data. Extrapolating. Emission critical failure is imminent. Failing systems. Life support. Fusion <laughs> reactor. So we're stranded. Ion drive.
0: On a sinking ship.
2: Good so analogy. That,
0: that changed things a little bit, don't you think? Yeah, because um, it puts
2: their... Like, it doesn't mend their bridges, but it puts yeah. all of their focus on the one thing. Yeah. And they now have Gus's access cards, so they've got a bit more access... Yeah they he he helps them, he gets got to run to manual inspection. basically now. run
0: around to every part because they basically got to find it one little thing I've got one little beef I've got yeah this is such a sophisticated system um they were able to show hibernation pods malfunctioning but no sign and we discover there was of a hull breach remember later on we yeah, see that the, the, the hull was breached that's a pretty important thing to have on a spaceship is a hull breach detection sure um one of the standout scenes I liked in this part of the movie was when they lost gravity for a period. Oh, yeah, because she's swimming at the she's time. She's in the pool. He's in bed. Gus is in bed. And uh, in, in Aurora's case, she nearly drowns. The sort of the, water, the water follows water her around. Follow, she can't get her. out yeah, of the water. Yeah. And um, Jim, I think, was he, – he was he – was, Lifted off his bed and then fell down to the lover story. But yeah, like was, a big he drop. Dro- he, he broke, broke into, into a proper, apartment, a proper yeah, yeah. premium <laughs> apartment, and uh, yeah, so he's he's nearly gutted there. And uh, old Gus is is also uh, affected, but when uh, Aurora is in the water bubble and she's un- appears unable to swim out of it, now. This is getting scientific here, okay? Newton's third law of actioning yeah, equal, reaction, and reaction, equal reaction still applies here. Right. So she could have uh, she, should she should could have, have still pushed the water away and right. got to the top of it. So without but gravity, I, you but could I think still... the bubble was moving. So as she was swimming, the bubble was moving with her as well, like she was. No, I call BS on it. I'm you new, reckon? Newton, <laughs> Newton would hate this movie. <laughs> he'd be like, mm, not not very good. Anyway, in the middle of them running the diagnostics, Gus. Collapses. They get him to the infirmary. And you're thinking, what the hell's up with this guy? I don't know how they yeah. get in there because he's a big unit. Yeah. And they put him in there and he, they realize that he's actually uh, dying. Because this This is an infirmary.
2: Yeah. This hospital room has amazing yeah. diagnostics. It analy- analyzes yeah. him. He and said basically,
0: 416 things are wrong with him. He's he, riddled thinking, oh. with cancer
2: and he's about to die. Yeah. And, he, and actually, he
0: does. he does die. And he gives Jim his wristband so he can take over get the repairing the of the ship. Yeah. So how's that right? They've got a crew member who could, they thought could help them. Dies. Yeah. So it's just them two. So they've got they've realized now we're gonna pull all our differences aside and work together here. Yeah. And that's what exactly what they do. So they find out. You may
2: come bring to this up later, but I will say at this point I'm thinking, Mark, wake another crew member, champ. Yeah. Well, did they have to I think they, to they to the say crew? that and then I think he says, Well, yeah, they've got access to everything. Mm. And he knows how to open a pod. No, but then he says he goes, No, that'll take too take long. Take too long to bring them up to speed because yeah. you, you basically got to you need it was pretty uh, it needs a few days to get them to understand what the hell's going on. Yeah, right. Okay. That's fair. That's another good. obstacle
0: for them, wasn't it? Yeah. So they're realising they've got to solve these technical issues and they realise uh, the importance yeah. of they've got this to cooperate. this is where they do band together. And uh, you know what? Yeah, the, the greater good here, they've got to do their best. And well, here's what they find. Multiple failures and malfunctions across the entire ship. Do you remember this bit where Aurora nearly gets sucked yeah. out of a hole in the in the hole? Yep. And he seals it up. Remember, there's a tablet that seals up the hole and he sprays this goop on it that, that seals it's it up. Amazingly they knew that goop existed, but good on him. Awesome. Uh, they see that a meteorite had put a hole through engineering and they also realize that the fusion engine needs to be vented yeah which is ba- so basically
2: there's this big broken computer part yeah. and the nuclear fusion yeah. is something that needs uh, so to he be does
0: that he fixed he replaced the computer component but the uh, the f- engine still needs venting yes and they can't do it oh, uh, there's with, something the, wrong with, with the, the control mm. so that he realizes that they have to go out and do it manually. So he needs he to go goes outside out on and open the doors. Yep. And By the
2: way, the tethering system. So when you leave the ship, you're tethered. Yes. And then he, he drifted over to where the door vent is, the yep. vent is in the doors. The tethering system untethers you from the original and tethers you to the door. Yeah, it reattaches. Honestly, yeah. badly done. No, that's a, mm. that's a safety risk because but, it <laughs> untethers before it re-tethers. It should, it
0: should attach the new tether
2: you before so. it detaches design, the old tether.
0: Design flaw. Yes. But did you like when he went, before he went outside, he actually welded off a door and took it with him? He goes, oh, heat shield. Yeah, Captain shield. America style. he got to do it. That's right. And so uh, w- when he's about to go out, though, uh, Aurora realises something.
1: Jim? Jim? Come back to me. I can't live on this ship without you.
0: So I think that uh, that's sort of a step in the right direction, right? That's a good move. But uh, he does actually have to go outside and he realises that when he gets to the door, the door won't stay open. He needs to stand there with it. You know what? I have to hold it open.
1: I think I have to stay here. Hold the door open. I didn't know. No way. Get out of there. I can't. Jim. We're out of time.
2: Another moral dilemma.
1: Containment unstable. So many. Vent the reactor.
0: That's when the flames start pouring out. He doesn't no, melt immediately.
1: I understand. If I open the door right now, it'll kill you. I'm hoping not. Come back in, we'll think of something else. There is nothing else. Jim. It's OK. No, it's not OK. Aurora. Warning, temperature level exceeded. This isn't what you said was going to happen. Aurora, this ship is going to go. I don't care. You die, I die. There are 5,000 other people on this ship, Aurora.
0: We have to do
1: this. Maximum pressure
0: reached. That was pretty heroic, don't you reckon? It was pretty heroic what he did. Absolutely. I think he, in her eyes, he's redeemed himself thinking, well, because you think back, right? If he hadn't have woken her up, Mm. she might have died. Because she helped him repair oh, the ship. I hadn't thought about so if that. So if he left her alone and all yep. this started happening, yes. the sh- he couldn't have done it by himself.
2: 5,000. So it's actually, yeah. he's now saving the lives yeah. of 5,200
0: yeah. people, right? That's right. Yeah. So that, that's <clears throat> what I'm thinking. Like, she has realized at this point that I, I'd be dead if I yeah. wasn't awake. All these people would, would have died and me with them if yeah. I wasn't here helping him do this because we wouldn't have known what to do. We wouldn't yeah, have yeah, had yeah, known yeah. what happened. So yeah, spot on. Yeah. Um, so he has – the the heat blows him out of the ship yep. and his he's tether breaks. You're thinking, oh, Of God. course it does. So, thinking, oh. so he's drifting off so into space. Off.
2: He's drifting into
0: the bloody yeah to the, to the, of the Yeah, to the entrance of the back. Uh, and she, she goes she out, does she? Yeah. yeah, and she goes oh, – I like how she's had the location. sort of like Google. She Googled where yeah. he is and said, okay, comes right up. over here. Very cool. And did AI, you like BR. the bit where he, she gets out and her it cable – close. And he goes, ah, and then – she says, oh, he's sort of drifting away, but his, his rope was there. She grabbed yeah, his, his tether, rope, yeah. And then uh, she pulled him back in, but he was non-responsive. You're thinking, oh, yes. he's dead. He's dead. And, and it actually said it, that he's gone. She drags him into the she, medical pod. This
2: tiny little human yeah. drags him all <laughs> the way to the infirmary. Yeah. What is it when, you,
0: when you're when you in See panic and you find that extra fear? Like the Hulk, yeah, you, yeah. Know? You, you, you find that extra strength. Mate, I'm going to believe That's that. That's what she did. Yeah, spot on. Um, and she revives him. And uh, we see that this is a beautiful moment where he is alive, mm. and she's realising, okay, we're gonna we're gonna survive this. And she realises that there's feelings between them that yep. have developed, that yep. have been were, that were stronger than the 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 betrayal that she felt, yep. and that they got through something together. Here's an interesting part though: when he gets out of the hibernation, the the, the medical point, he starts looking through the computer. He realises that there was uh, something there for them. There's something I have to show you.
1: In command mode, it turns out the auto-dock has an option called stabilize and suspend. It stops all metabolic activity. What are you saying? With Gus's idea it can be like hibernation. Inside the auto-dock, you can go back to sleep. But there's only one auto-dock. Yeah. and you're going to lay down in it and fall asleep. And you'll wake up on Homestead 2, and you write your book. You finish your journey. You do what you set out to do. You'd be alone. I've been alone before, and I'll be fine.
0: But I would never see you again. I'll come and visit you. Oh, nice! See, he demonstrated that he was willing to, you know, yeah, give up the give Can't it all end. up for her. She he had to, a good run. Let's be real, solid, solid, Did good. Run. <laughs> but do you remember the ring he had prepared yeah, yeah. before? Gives it to he's, uh, he's actually got that again, and he gives it to her.
1: What's that? Something I've wanted to give you for a long time. It's beautiful.
0: It took you long enough to... That's true. She, she said a similar thing when she asked him on a date. Yeah. Took you long enough to ask. Nice. Very nice. And so the final scene is the this actual is arrival yes. 88 years later yeah. at Aval- uh, the Avalon arrives at Homestead 2. Doors open up. Passengers walk out, including Andy Garcia, the captain. Yeah. Him, and he, they look around and thinking, what the hell? And that, that tree right, yeah. has grown. It's, it's turned, turned the Grand, into Grand the Caucus the into Google's a offices or something. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that was pretty remarkable. Yeah, it looked good. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So rather than having a. Just a blank, sterile grand concourse is this beautiful The best part greenery. is imagine being the crew going, what the hell happened what here? What happened here? You
2: remember, I'll make Gus when one tree was there. <laughs> what are they thinking are you, now? And Gus even asks, any other
0: trees I should know about? He was awesome. us. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Let's get into some uh, favourite quotes. Yep. Uh, here's one I like from our man, Arthur. Remember I told you he likes giving, dispensing a little bit of wisdom? Yep. Here's a piece of that.
1: Say you could snap your fingers and be wherever you wanted to be. I bet you'd still feel this way. Not in the right place. The point is you can't get so hung up on where you'd rather be that you forget how to make the most of where you are. What are you telling me? Take a break from worrying about what you can't control.
0: Mm-hmm. Good advice. Mm-hmm. Great
2: advice. He is a strong bartender. Yeah, like he's got, got all
0: the bits. And I liked how he goes, why are you always polishing a glass? He goes, I mean, He's always polishing? That's <laughs> my favourite thing and he cause cause because he's always doing it. I've got to be seen to be doing something. <laughs> <laughs> um, the next one is when they went for, remember they had their date? And uh, they they like the look of each other. Wow!
1: You clean up pretty good yourself. You went shopping. I went shoplifting.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Here's a favourite line too of our man. Remember when they're dealing with all the problems, and mm. Gus says, he "Goes, how lucky were you to wake for her to wake up with you?"
1: All this time, I'm thinking you're the one lucky son of a bitch to get stuck with Aurora. It wasn't luck, was it? No. She knows. She knows. How long were you alone? A year. Still.
0: Damn. (laughs) Still. Damn. Yeah. (laughs) I love that. Love that. All right. Some plot holes here. Yep. How did that happen? Um... The they collected the no, sorry, there'd be no way for the company to receive the updates of what occurred in the missions. No, because you think it's a hundred and it's a it's 120 year trip, right? That means each flight would arrive decades after the last member of each launch crew died. So even if it's sent constantly in flight, it'd still take decades to return to Earth. And so it means that any information the company did have about Homestead 2 would be completely out of date when they needed it. And even at light speed, transmission sent from planets would take decades to arrive at Earth. So they'd have to wait for verbal confirmations to take more than 100 years for each one. So Hello? I think it'd be pretty independent missions that you go, just go out and do your best. Yeah. And hope for the best. See what happens, yeah. Yeah, right. Um, when they're talking about the hibernation pods, they, Aurora says that they made thousands of interstellar flights without a single hibernation pod malfunction. Mm. But then earlier when Jim tried to send a message back to Earth, he's told that the computer would take around more than 50 years for a round-trip message. Yes. So how would they know that there's been, malfun- there's been no malfunctions? That's right. Yeah.
2: Oh, yeah, I guess, yeah, that's, that's a other, problem. This with, is what yeah. bothered
0: me too, right? Oh, okay. There's a ship with 5,000 people on it. Why was there one medical bed? Yeah, it's a bit One weird. One medical bed. Cruise ships have morgues yeah. with more more spots. <laughs> so you're thinking there'd be more crucial equipment like
2: also, that. Also, you do wonder whether or not there should have been, like let's be real, if you're 120-year journey, yeah. you'd have it set up so there was always 10 crew, yeah. like, on a, like on a long-haul flight, and you'd have re-hibernation and stuff so that they yeah. could there'd be like 30 crew that would rotate through and wake up every 10 yeah. years or so. Yeah.
0: And also, too, not everyone could potentially survive the hibernation. They've got to yeah. factor that into account. Yeah, as well. yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, things you might not know. Did the voice of the starship sound familiar? No. She was the voiceover artist. Her name's Emma Clark, also known as the woman on British Rail that says, Mind the Gap. Oh, really? Same woman. <laughs> yeah. Now, this is an interesting one. The touchscreen interfaces that mm-hmm. the, the actors actually interact with. Right that on their various computers were developed on the Unity gaming engine. Oh, wow. So they developed them and eliminated the need to put in those interfaces Green screen stuff, right yeah, later yeah on. that's So they nice. actually worked, yeah. Uh, Aurora, interesting name, is also the name of one version of Sleeping Beauty because that's kind of what she did. He woke her up. Sleeping Beauty yeah. Okay, nice. And a beautiful woman woken from an imposed static sleep by a man she falls in love with. Oh, uh, the observatory computer telling Jim that Homestead 2, remember they said it's in the Bhakti system. Oh, yeah. Bhakti <clears throat> is a Sanskrit word, which means in Hinduism, devotion to God. So it's quite a holy place to be going wow. to. Okay. Did you notice to the whiskey that Arthur was serving Jim? No. Shivas Regal. And the much. bottle had a UK excise duty stamp paid on it. So that was they paid the duty on it. <laughs> remember I told you the original script and the third act of the movie? Third act mm, of the script and were the movie, different. Completely different. Right. Now, in the script, Gus, the remember Lawrence Fishburne? Yep. Commits suicide oh. by shooting himself into space. And Jim and Aurora have to contain the damage on their own. So in the in the movie, they Jim died of natural cause. Sorry, um Gus died of a sickness. And that left them. Oh, alone. so in
2: the screenplay, he yeah. can't cope with the fact that this is happening. Yeah, and he goes,
0: "I'm oh. out." But in the, in the original a- in the original screenplay, the five thousand hibernation bod pods start to be ejected because there's, there's a malfunction, and it thinks that e- each of those. Oh, the, I the, think that's. I think yeah. that
2: should be included because yeah. the thing that I didn't consider, which you brought up, was the fact that she would realise that she's actually been saved by him in yeah, the longer run. That's it. So I think by having some loss of pods would make you think about that moment. That could have been
0: me. Yeah, mm. but in the yeah the original script had all these hi- these hibernation system being rebooted and all the ejecting all the em- what it thinks are empty pods into space. Oh right. Nice. Yeah. Did you notice? The large interactive desk and console mount touchscreen monitors. Mm. And I don't think you've seen this movie, but it's on our list. Oblivion, right? Oh, you have seen Oblivion. What am I talking about? I'm thinking Minority Report. Oblivion Mm. and this movie use the same touchscreen monitors. Really? If you look closely, they're the same monitors. Yeah. Same universe. Wow. All righty. Three questions for Trev. Hit me. Did Jim and Aurora have children? No, because she went into hibernation. No, she didn't. She what? stayed awake. Remember he gave her the ring. He gave her the ring. Yeah. yeah. Um no, they um well, I reckon they did, but we just didn't see them. I reckon it would have been good to see. It leads to young the passenger
2: people. two thing, right?
0: Yeah. Well do you think about it right? Yes, say, they do well Say they're eight hang on, say they so when that when no. they when they repaired the ship, there was mm. still eighty eight years to go. Yeah. Right. So if they had a kid in the next year, that kid could have potentially died so already.
2: Morally, yeah, morally you don't because a kid yeah. you can't teach a kid everything they need to know and they're going to be thrust. No, you don't have kids. And, and, but the answer is so, no. So you reckon don't. no
0: because they would have con- they would have had just a lo- whole life on a ship Spot instead on. of being yeah right yeah okay, it, w- you know. it wouldn't have been good for the kids. Okay, I reckon no. I reckon they would have. No. Yeah, you're a disgrace. <laughs> but then their kids might have gone on and survived. See, so their descendants make it. Yes, with no yeah. knowledge of the world okay. or what the hell's going on. Okay, question two. Yeah. Would you have woken someone else up if you were alone like Jim? Would you have done that? Would you have done, made that big decision? I think everyone would have. I would have, but I would have told Arthur, shut your mouth and don't say anything. <laughs> Let's just see if we can keep that a secret. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Mate, I don't believe there's, a, there's an easy answer to that moral <laughs> yeah, dilemma. that's tough. For
0: anyone. All right, question three. Yeah. What's the longest you've ever slept? Great question. I reckon I've
2: done 15
0: hours. 15.
2: Maybe 16, yeah. Really?
0: Yeah, I've done about, yeah, I reckon I've done probably 13 hours. I've slept straight. Yeah. Back when I was much younger.
2: (laughs) No, mate, I could do it now.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Like, I remember one time, this is how, this is my long sleep. I remember I got up, I slept in and got up at 5 p.m. I woke up at five o'clock the next afternoon. That's how long and tired I was. Wow. Yeah, that was a solid sleep. That's a solid sleep. Yeah. So what well do you reckon, 15, 16 hours? 15, 16 is my best. All right. Okay. Yeah. Give us your wrap-up and rating, and I already know my rating, okay? I'm, yeah. I've, I've already decided. Uh, I'm not going to write it down. We'll just see if you agree.
2: I Look, I did enjoy the movie. I thought it was good. I like – I do – here's here's a new thing to learn about me, yeah. everyone. I like a moral dilemma. Ah. Uh. I like the idea that you have to think through that, and this was full of them. Yeah, it was. Yeah, there was a lot of times where you go, "Should you? Would you? Did you? Yeah, that kind of stuff." I like that. There were hurdles Um, in the movie they had to overcome. There's certainly bits of it that I think could have been done differently or whatever, but no, good movie. Not a great movie though. Yeah, just a good movie. It's a. I'll I'll push it to a seven.
0: Okay, I'm an eight. Yeah, seven. Wow, Mm. you're pretty strict. I nearly went six point five. Yeah, strict on your rulings, aren't you? Mm. That's pretty cool. Yeah, we're we're a point oh, apart well, though. That's yeah, no, that's not bad. Well, I'm glad you said you enjoyed it anyway. So you were you 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 thought it was worthwhile?
2: Yeah, no, w- worthwhile watching for
0: sure. Fantastic. All right, what are we doing next week? Next week, we are watching the Last Boy Scout, starring okay. Bruce Willis and Damon Wayans. This is a really good action comedy. Oh, okay. Released in 1991. Okay. Directed by Tony Scott. Right. Your millionaire question, Trevor, yeah. is. Which of these movies is Bruce Willis not in? Okay. A, The Sixth Sense, B, Pulp Fiction, C, Reservoir Dogs, or D, The Fifth Element? Reservoir Dogs. Correct, Trevor. Well, I, I can't remember we, the. We've pulp done fiction. Del- we've done pulp fiction, and we've done Fifth he, Element. Was
2: he, he? was only a small part in that, though, wasn't in he? Pulp, pulp fiction. fiction had a solid, solid. Oh no, he, he yeah. was the guy. He was on the, the boxer. Yeah, 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 of course. Zed, oh, wow, Zed, Zed. Yeah. I've nailed that. I've remembered it. Basically. You are
0: Reservoir Dogs. So that was another uh, Tarantino film that he was not in. Well done. Fifth Element, we've done. Okay. Six elements on the Six Senses on the list. Yep. But yeah. Well done. Nice. That's next week's movie. Yeah, it's a a funny, uh, it's a really good movie, action comedy, Bruce Willis, Damon Wayans, 1991. Okay. Pretty good one. You're going to enjoy that one. All right, bring it on. Uh, Well, that was Passengers. I'm glad that you gave it a decent mark. Uh, I quite enjoyed it. I loved how we unpacked it as well. Let's meet again next week for The Last Boy Scout. I'll be here. Let's do it. Thanks, mate. See you, mate.